Hello and welcome to Nana 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who like to slice and dice. How many Nas is that? Eight Nas. <laughs> uh, I'm That's Danny. helpful for our listeners, too. Yeah. Uh, Jacob. I'm Steven. <laughs> and we are watching every... Uh, Steven Rubino is here, and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Oh my Jacob, God. what did we watch this week? We watched Dark Knight Returns Part 1. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Part 1. Part 1 of him. He's almost back yeah. by the end of this one. Next time he'll be fully returned. Next yeah. time there will be Batman. <laughs> How many times can he come back? <laughs> well, he in the the comics is based on a comic, and then it's followed by the Dark Knight Strikes Again. Oh, wow! And then <laughs> the Dark Knight colon the Master Race. Which is oh, wait, very, really? Yes. You're Jesus. This is yeah. by Frank Miller, also. Yeah, all that's by Frank Miller. well. I mean, you know, <laughs> we were building towards it. Yeah, we were going to talk about this, but that's pretty much straight up. We were talking about how Batman is basically a Republican in this episode. Yeah, or this I think movie. Republican undersells it. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's like Infowars level. Like he's even <laughs> mad at the cops for not being the cops enough. Oh yeah. man, he's the people who are like so mildly, reasonably to the left are portrayed as completely insane <laughs> in comics. <laughs> like, Is Frank Miller like that? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I think he, uh, after 9-11, he really lost his mind. Is there a Batman where he stops 9-11? There was one that he it tried to write. It was on the books. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a comic he tried to write called Batman Holy Terror. Where no. Batman fights Osama bin Laden. <laughs> no way! And DC said, no, you can't do That's so this. fucking sick, though. Yeah. God, will not let you. So he, uh, he wrote it and he just <laughs> made Batman red and took away his ears and said, this is a different character now. Oh, man. Yeah, so Holy Terror is out there. Superman. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. just a guy with no powers and a gun who just. Uh, yeah. Shoots his sound with Lonnie. Yeah. This is a story of a guy who goes to the Middle East and just shoots Bin Laden. Do you remember that story of the guy who w- went to Afghanistan with a sword and oh, like tried to buy weapons? Wow. This was a, like a dude in Middle America who I think had some military experience. Literally just bought a sword and went to Afghanistan and was trying to track down Bin Laden and kill him. What's he doing that thing where like you start off with an apple and you try to trade your way up to a house? It's <laughs> like I've got a sword. If I can wind up with a fighter jet with by the end of this, missile, I will be. I will have a good chance. Wage racial <laughs> holy war for, <laughs> for my blog. That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I think he got arrested for something. For the sword. Well, it was definitely. <laughs> I think that. That's not only legal, it's encouraged in Afghanistan, so I think he, that was the fine part, it's something about, I've got a uh, a friend whose dad, going back to Frank Miller, I've got a friend whose dad worked with Frank Miller back Mm. in the 80s. In the racism factory? Yeah, in the racism factory. (laughs) 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 My friend said, wrote like comics or something, and he said like, the amount of coke that you think Frank Miller does... (laughs) Triple. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just kind of absurd, like, inhuman. Cook is in. Racial face, themed like, yeah. uh, weird comics come out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the racist Just, thing. like, bowls full of it, just not even snort, just shoving yeah. 
like a soup. Yeah. That's there's a moment later where Batman sleep shaves his mustache, and yes. I think that's the kind of thing you pass off as normal when you're that level of cokehead. You're like sometimes you wake up and you just don't have a mustache yeah, you anymore. Know how you know it's a thing when you go to sleep and you wake up and your body's entirely different. Yeah. And, uh, hey, we, it, yeah. it sounds like Jacob is being crazy and like misrepresented, but the the actual what happens is uh, he's got a mustache when he starts out. And he sleeps, walk down to the Batcave, and Alfred catches him and says, Sir, what happened to your mustache? And he touches his face with, like, a look of horror. Like, Just, where uh, is it? Right. My politics have changed. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Normally people get more racist when they get the mustache. He, he, they subverted that yeah. and made it more racist. The sort of you? fun side progressive trend in this movie is that Robin is a girl. Yeah. And yeah. is like okay at kicking ass. Right. Um, which I was like, oh, how spunky and cute. Kick ass? She she like I don't know if she fights anyone in At she at some point she's plowing through mutants. Also the bad guys are just called mutants and yeah. there's no explanation as to how they came about except they speak in like a slightly Jamaican patois. <laughs> 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 They're all white, so yeah. to be fair. I but I, it felt very clockwork orange, the the slang that they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they had like their own language. Everyone's like, kept calling him Spud. Yeah, yeah. Spud. Yeah. Hey, Lito, don't shiv. Yeah. Slice and dice. <laughs> it felt like um, the super predators of the '90s that yes. like Hillary oh, Clinton yeah. talked about. These guys who just have no and like empathy or whatsoever. They're just out to kill and walking knives. So weird that they were all white. That felt like such a. You would expect. Them to go it's a nice races. shortcut to not get yelled at. Just right. Make all the bad guys white, <laughs> yeah. which is why all the good bad guys are like Russian or some kind of Slavic. Yeah. No one feels bad for Russian people. You, know, you can mm-hmm. you can really take swings and it doesn't. The whole no no one cares. Yeah. Even James Bond will do this thing where, like in Casino Royale, like the bad guys are these terrorists. But he can't just be beating up black terrorists the whole movie. So instead, it's a white financier for the terrorists that he can beat up. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Like that's not a big deal. That feels like almost a different form of racism that black people can't be. Yeah, they can't be bad enough on their own. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we evil. all know who the real yeah. controller is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's go into the. Uh, well, first before we get into the story, uh, Stephen, you you wanted to be on this episode. Do you know this? Yeah, yeah. I read the comic originally in high school at some point, and at the time I thought this is cool. Yeah. And then uh, I saw the movie first, <laughs> and I thought, this is not cool. I, I read the comic in high school, and I thought it was really cool, then I watched the movie, and I said, this is this still is very cool. even better. <laughs> Finally, there's a Batman that speaks to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the 14 words just tattooed across his face. Yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. Selling supplements during commercial breaks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you a big Batman fan aside from this? I'm not anti, like, I think he's alright. I think I probably like, like him as much as the average person. Mm-hmm. My favorite Superman is, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. So you, um, you're saying you haven't spent the last 83 weeks watching <laughs> I don't envy movie. this project you're doing, <laughs> but I'm happy to be part of it. Um, this, this comic book has kind of a special place in my heart. This was actually the first graphic novel I ever read. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And it started a horrible life-ruining addiction yes. that has <laughs> clearly <laughs> taken over your apartment, ruined your sense of decor. I'm, I'm looking, I was thinking back on like the way I uh, I read it, and it felt like a life-ruining addiction <laughs> to start, because I was so embarrassed to be reading a comic book. Nobody I knew read comic books. 
it kind of it was not like as mainstream as it is now where every mm. movie there's every month there's 50 movies coming out I fucking hate that yeah. so much <laughs> but the only guy I knew at all who read comic books was this one really fat weird nerd who went to my high school <laughs> who wore jorts and sandals every day year round how do you do with oh chips? yeah and really well yeah, he yeah. oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but there's he, like a fun character trope of like a 800 pound guy who just slips it in on the rig and I don't <laughs> like I know a few people like this and yeah. I'm just like I don't get it this guy just all he did every lunch period was just read Green Lantern comics alone in the cafeteria uh-huh. and that was my only experience with Someone reading comics with someone unabashedly like, living their bliss. Make yeah. my entire life like this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> decade later, you but really I nailed it. Try to monetize <laughs> that insanity. <laughs> I read The Dark Knight Returns. I I bought it at Borders. Then I I drove to a Seven Eleven and I just read it in my car in the parking lot. Jesus and Christ! I hid that book. I didn't want anyone to know. And that this I was a good this. experience for you. And you were like, "This is the thing that I want to do more of." Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. When did you cut out the car reading? Was that, like, all through high school, or were you finally like, I'm just taking them home? I mean, that was, like, senior year of high school, so like, probably the rest of senior year I was doing that. Okay. And then... Jesus Christ. It was like... I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Most, most of my freshman year of college, it was, like, a secret chain that I didn't tell my friends. It was, like, a big deal to me when I finally... Where did you put that. all the books? Because looking around this room... I didn't have that many. A lot of floor space is consumed by comic book collection. I didn't have that many. A lot of the, the comic books that you see on the walls, people have like, given to me since. Okay. And I did not have any of the posters. I had like a four or five books. Okay. Now, did, when you went to the 7-Eleven, did you like try to like do something cool, like buy condoms and cigarettes? <laughs> just to like out, try to outweigh Batman uh, purchase? Yeah. Can I also get $300 worth of Batman? <laughs> Magnum condoms. Gum. That's what cool uh, kids chew. Yeah. <laughs> can I get beer? Uh, <laughs> uh, king, king size Reese's? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you the old Lenny Bruce joker, the kid who's sniffing glue and he goes to the hardware store, or the hobby store, and he's like, yeah, let me get a couple matchbooks, a <laughs> stick of gum, uh, 500 tubes of glue. <laughs> we did that in, in high school one time where we were going to like TP the high school and we bought like, like a, like, let's you got- get some uh, bananas and uh, some cookies hey, and uh, so- 96 rolls of twin <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta purchase them like in the months leading up to Halloween. Yeah. You gotta slowly stockpile eggs and yeah. fucking toilet yeah, yeah. paper. This is like October like a... 30th. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> very suspicious, <laughs> baby. Yes, there's no question what we were doing. No one was pulled. No, 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 no. So this uh, this starts off after the death of his protege Jason Todd, billionaire industrialist Bruce Wayne was forced <laughs> to retire as Batman persona. <laughs> Ten years later, Gotham City is overrun with crime and terrorized by a gang known as the Mutants. The 55-year-old Wayne uh, maintains a friendship with 70-year-old retiring police commissioner James Gordon, yeah. who knows Wayne's Batman. Well, the Joker is, has been catatonic. They don't have a time. friendship. They sit in, in like a dark room and get drinks one time, yeah. Yeah. and they don't. They're never like, <laughs> remember that time we all is that ran train to you? No, that's, that's the <laughs> it was I like. Sad. He still did that thing where he goes like, alright, that's it, I'm calling it a night. He just gets up and walks away. That's yeah. not how you talk to your friends. Like, that's not a friendship. All my 
friends are comics, so just sitting in a dark room drinking occasionally. Yeah, and it ends when you say, "Okay, this is over." Yes, that's my relationship. My secret theory: Batman is autistic. He thinks this is friendship, and really, they have a shared passion that is a shared obsession, which is just fighting, fine, beating, yeah, beating up, (laughs) yeah, beating up people who all wear the same clothes and talk the same. Uh, they they talked about making a live action version of this movie. And Jason, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, not Jacob, Jacob knows the answer to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to ask him. But Stephen, who would you cast in the live action? They, there's someone that they approached about this role to to play old Batman, old, old Batman, angry racist Batman. Um, somebody like Bruce Willis is good, well, but I feel like you could go choice. way deeper than that. I think this this would have been like 2000, so maybe Bruce Willis wasn't quite old enough at that point. Yeah, yeah, and he had just done Unbreakable, which, you know, you're not going to beat that. That's the <laughs> best Batman movie I think I've yeah. ever seen. I would love Bruce Willis for this role, though. It would be good. That, yeah. Um, let me think. There's definitely, like, somebody who's, like, grumpier and, like, Mel Gibson, I think, would be great. Now, Another good. Yeah, Mel yeah, Gibson, who's, like, kind of, like, taking stem cell supplements and, like, Posting weird <laughs> shit on Instagram, like that's the kind. Of, hanging out with Dan Bilzerian, I'm like, you know that this guy's got some ideas about how Batman should approach the situation. Yeah. Think, think older and more racist than Mel, Mel Gibson. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Somehow, yes. <laughs> I'm at a loss here. More racist, less disgraced. I, yes. for, he somehow so, managed yeah. not to really Woody have Allen. a career. No. <laughs> oh, oh, these that, mutants, I oh. mean, it's like they don't listen when I talk to them. <laughs> Ooh, I've got it. He would definitely try and fuck Robin, who's like a 15-year-old oh, yeah. girl in this oh, movie. Yeah. Like, that would become the, the plot. Yeah. I want to see that movie. He's like trying to explain to her. So like, muggy in this tight. <laughs> <laughs> There are three ways I could disable you from this position. <laughs> Two of them disable without harm. One of them shattered your pelvis. <laughs> you know, it's like New York is so different now. You don't even have a tank that can blow up thousands of people. It's these, so hard to find parking for my... These fucking liberals are trying to outlaw tanks. <laughs> uh, Clint Eastwood was the one they Oh, yeah. Doing. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. That would be good. My only problem is that he's he's a thin, wiry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not. Well, yeah, in this he's a very jacked bat. Inhumanly. Yeah. yeah. Wide. As is Gordon, he's like yeah. pretty yeah. wide. It's like an HGH body. Yeah. Kind of fun. Like he's yeah. a level wide. Like they, I understand they would have to slim him down just because real humans aren't that jacked. Yeah. But or you could get like an ex NFL player with a lot of CTE who's just like <laughs> muttering all his lines and just. <laughs> Beating his wife uh, between tapes. You, you get a current good. NFL player for this. <laughs> I mean, you know, That's true. Just go for it, man. Uh, so, so Joker's catatonic in Arkham, and uh, Harvey Dent, Two Face, has undergone plastic surgery to repair his disfigured face. He's been declared sane, but he quickly goes into hiding. I love the face. idea that the only problem with him was just the look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with his clear, well, like, psychotrauma. Two guys. Right. Yeah. The Superman psychiatrist yeah. and regular doctor. Plastic surgeon. Plastic surgeon. Right. Yeah. And then as soon as his face is fixed, they're like, all right, you're free to go. As if he had just murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> right. yeah, it's fine. Very clearly portrayed as like fucking quacks. Like, yeah, yeah. Reform these criminals. Yeah. Quacks who try to rehabilitate a criminal. <laughs> a criminal. 
Which is like, this is the part of the movie I agree with. It's crazy that they just let this guy back out, but... Yeah. They should be trying to help him. Yeah, <laughs> but they just wrote it like, you know what I mean? Like, it no, could have been fine if he it. just wrote, and Harvey Dent became another, like, functioning member of society, but he was like, no, he immediately is a huge criminal again. Like, in this world, like, the, the same thing to do like the good doctor would just be like we need to execute this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. that guy would be the hero of the yeah, movie that's like, my medical opinion <laughs> <laughs> we need to put a bullet between his doctor mastering keys. Yeah. <laughs> just straight up murdering patients it's like well he is a hero uh, so he goes into hiding and uh, Dent's disappearance news stories of the crime epidemic throughout the city and the memory of his parents death drive mm-hmm. Wayne to become Batman once more he combats serious crimes. When is he going to get over the parents thing? Yes. He's like 75. He's still <laughs> hung up on something that happened 70 years ago. Yeah. He's killed hundreds of black people since then. All kinds of Clear, parents. Like, this is a guy who's committed genocide multiple times <laughs> since his parents died, and he's still like, oh, what about my parents? Yeah. He still remembers this pearl necklace, which is such a whack detail. Do you think he would have been fine with it if the guy that killed his parents was wearing a costume? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only oh, way. Well, like, well, I mean, uh, my parents must have been doing something wrong. I <laughs> I, part of me feels like you're right, but part of me is like, no one was telling Eli Weiss, like, get over the fucking Hulk. Well, maybe somebody should have. Like, <laughs> that's where it went wrong. That guy was still harping on something. That, it's like, and it, by the way, 100,000 people tops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's about the number we landed on. That's podcast. what I think. <laughs> In the Batman universe, that's what happened. It was maybe 50 people who really made a big deal of it. Jonathan Zeller, who's going to be on the podcast next week, has, uh, has that great bit about how his favorite type of Holocaust deniers are the ones who admit that it exists and say there's not that many people. Like, okay, come on, six million people, it's ridiculous. It was like a hundred thousand people. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, it's oh, not a big deal. There was one somebody that they interviewed on Viceland, and they go, what do, you, what do you think happened in the Holocaust? She was like, I either think it didn't happen and it should have happened, or that there weren't enough like it, that it didn't happen as bad as they say it. It's like you either pick one side yeah. or the other. <laughs> you either say it's good or you say it didn't happen, but nobody's like it didn't happen, but it would have been good. Like that's such a bold splitting the difference right. that I you got to admire it. It's like somehow worse than it is. Just yeah. Who does she think she's going to win over with that qualification? Right. You know what I mean? Like oh, who's the person who's like, reasonable. well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's she's the, clearly done her research. That's like a very and you know what? She's kind of cute. Kind of cute. Like I didn't. Yeah, it didn't, didn't happen. Break the law, but if it did, did, it was fine. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, this, he's not wrong. And at the end of the day, <laughs> he is making America great. Yes. He's an alpha and a man of action. Yeah. And he's exactly the kind of Batman we need in America. <laughs> this is the Batman who saw the lur- worst of liberalism come true in his country, and then now is like, it's time to make Gotham great again. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been wearing a red hat. Oh, that, how funny would that have been? <laughs> I'm sure Frank Miller has some, like, plot line up his sleeve where that is exactly what happens. It's... I think the only problem with that is I, I've got a feeling Trump looks at Trump, uh, uh, Frank Miller looks at Trump and says, this guy's a fucking pussy. Yeah, <laughs> not enough. Uh, not enough. All that sure. money, no tanks. Yeah. Doesn't I've own a never, single tank. I've never once heard Trump advocate for genocide. There's one guy who <laughs> read this book and was like, it's <laughs> it's a statistical anomaly that all the mutants are white, okay? Clearly, a crime wave in Gotham City would be overrepresented. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> dude, come on. 
Yeah, there's definitely... Okay, so he sees that this crime wave is happening. He yeah. gets back into fighting. My favorite detail from the original comic is that after, like, a decade off of uh, fighting crime, the only difference he sees is that he has to climb a rope using his legs. Yeah. That was my favorite part. He's still as good as ever. He can just kick ass. Yeah. But now when he's climbing up a rope, which he's still doing all the time because he loves that, right. he needs to use his legs instead of just his hands, which... He should hey. have been doing the whole time, you know? Which yeah, is... Uh, just more balanced muscle work. Brings us to our next segment. Uh, Nugenics, okay, supplements. <laughs> if you're a 70-year-old crime fighter, I take this stuff every day. Uh, my erections have never been stronger. Nugenics crime fighting supplement. We should, I don't know if we, we mentioned when we brought you up. You are 70 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I am a crime fighter. I am fighter. an ancient man on a lot of supplements, okay? <laughs> I see blood. Okay. I would not have guessed you were over 50. Honestly, you're on that many supplements. Nugenics. I took it every like day for 30 days. I lost a lot of skin, but it grew back. Okay, <laughs> it was so replaced with a carapace. and yeah, uh, It's growing in thick. My neck is wider than my head. Okay, It's like <laughs> tapers to a point. I've been headbutting walls. Uh, and I feel great, though. I feel great. You know, uh, I hate gay people now. You know, it's been good. It's been good. I think it's really going in the direction I want it to. You ever see that before and after of uh, Alex Jones when he's he took like a bunch of supplements for thirty days? He looks, yeah, oh, the, yeah, yeah, he yeah. looks exactly the same except he's just red. slightly red. <laughs> <laughs> he looks way like more flush. Looks like you steamed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brutal. He's clearly just like sucking in his gut and yeah. making this like. Face. And I'm so, you're supposed to look at that and be like, I gotta get that stuff. I'm like, wow, I want to be built like a bullfrog. Really Hell yeah. There's yeah. this great flyer I saw on the, the street near my house. It was, it was clearly just uh, like a, somebody who's like making their own supplements at home. Like, <laughs> just like grinding up basil and yeah. pebbles. But it was like a guy, like a, it looked like he. He clearly made this by himself, like took the photos himself, and it's this big fat guy, like looking sad, just standing there. That's like the before picture, and the after picture is the same big fat guy just flexing and wearing a tighter shirt. Hell yeah! It doesn't lose like yeah, any weight at all. This guy's got his own That's business. That's not the point. Right, you're mocking an entrepreneur in your neighborhood, a local business, and That's right. you know what? He's just out here trying to make a loop. Yeah, and you're ignoring the the layers and layers of thick, ropey muscle under that fat. <laughs> All right, he's, he's built like the Iron Sheik under that shit. Now nah, I'm saying, you know, I'm just trying Iron to Sheik get huge. <laughs> <laughs> my own supplements. Uh, I also I love that um, this takes place in like a vague future ish, but an uh, '80s vision of the future. Yeah, we, not any realistic vision. We, we've of the talked about this in a number of uh, Batman things that they often take place in the future but also it's 1930 yeah, yeah. so like it's the future but there's blimps yeah yeah, yeah. The they love blimps i don't yeah. know why they think those are coming back they really <laughs> are hung really up on hot thing. air as a method of transportation you should see blimps here they showed in batman the animated series they showed yeah, in they 1989 did. batman there's a lot of blimps in batman blimps just what like, is that? how long have you ever been able to hold on to a balloon? It's Frank, like, even when I want it, like, maybe an hour before it pops or blows away or something. It's just the worst form of transportation <laughs> I can imagine. It's because I, Frank Miller really idolizes the Hindenburg. And like, <laughs> back when methods of transportation could just fly the swastika, and that was cool and good. <laughs> and it blew up, and that was a tragedy. But you know what? They should have rebuilt it twice as big and three times as racist. I don't want to skip over Jacob's... 
understand. Are you? Do you think that blimps are just somebody holding the, the blimp? <laughs> I, I suspect that there's a guy under there walking the blimp <laughs> like a dog. It's really that everyone float away yeah. if somebody's not holding the exactly. Well, that's that's just, gonna, day. just gonna go Great. straight into the sun. If you don't. <laughs> you don't have a guy down there holding on to it. Yeah, like the Garfield balloon. You know. <laughs> The Garfield balloon has people in it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, there yeah. every year. <laughs> You're just in it. Uh-huh. One incredibly I, sick man. I had to lie. Jim I told Davis him. is in the balloon every year. He's <laughs> masturbating with a diaper over his face furiously. This is what I made. This is what I was all for. <laughs> they're holding down ropes for him just to not make sure they, the crowd doesn't see him inside there. One of my favorite Jim Davis things was a recent photo I saw of him where they were they were like doing an interview and they took a picture of him drawing Garfield, but he had googled Garfield for reference images. <laughs> so, in this like 50 years he's been drawing Garfield he hadn't quite got it down yet. Remembered exactly what the look was like. It's like what's that day he doesn't like? Is it Sunday? Is that Sunday? Mm. I hate Sundays. Ah, mm, I, I can't love... wait for some bologna. Linguini? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean how about, he can't be that responsible for the day to day of Garfield anymore right? I, I hope not. I can't imagine the hell it would I be for so. 50 years. He's making, like, just... lifestyle YouTube videos in his room. It's like, every morning I wake up, I think it's important to stay limber. I draw Garfield for two hours every morning just to remember <laughs> what it was like, okay, when we started out. A lot of these new kids, they don't get it, all right? They get stale. They get soft. Not me. I draw Garfield seven hours a day. I need references, but I do it, okay? There's this great website called The, the Comics Curmudgeon. Of this guy who just goes through the, the comics, like roasts the comics every day, mm-hmm. and it's it's hilarious. But he, he's also he's this kind man of, is mentally ill. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's like me, but with daily comics. <laughs> uh, he's got this like insane. Uh, he's been doing it like ten or fifteen years, so he's got a huge archive built up. He has this insane memory for it for the comics. So he will go through and like every time Family Circus like recycles art or something, uh, he'll like point Jesus out. Jesus Christ! He recycled the same art. Like 2003, you just put like a different caption on it. Family Circus is like notoriously the shittiest comic in existence. Yeah, it's How, the worst one. Why would you put yourself through every single day forever? I don't want that memory. It's... What else do you think he's got? Like, he's not. This isn't a guy who's like, he maybe I'll spend 10 hours talking about comics, or maybe I'll go fuck eight girls. He's like, this isn't an option for him. There's nothing else in his life that is going well, clearly. I, <laughs> I would say at this point, the saddest thing that we see is the best thing for him, I which just, is the worst You've thing got to, to try yeah. in this life. And that man has been digging a hole every day, deeper and deeper, (laughs) into absolutely unrecognizable (laughs) inhumanity. He's making fun. It's really funny. It's a really funny vlog. I don't believe Ah. you for one second. (laughs) I don't believe you. He's got, like, all these running, like, theories about I'm sure it's funny, but not in the intentional way. He's not, like, a smart... It's brilliant comedian. He is like a man whose life has gone out of control, and we can point and laugh at. Maybe for you, maybe so you funny. appreciate his sense of humor. But I think if I watched that, I would just be like, "Wow, this is hilarious," but not in the way that he's hoping it to be hilarious. He's, I mean, he's very aware of how insane this is and how he's losing his mind from doing this. I guess so, but yikes! You got to throw some disclaimers out if you're doing something like that, or people are gonna start calling the FBI. <laughs> yeah. like, this guy's up. He's reading fucking Family Circus every day. Doc Piling, we'll, we'll, we'll pick him up right now. But we're <laughs> deporting him. <laughs> I, it's, this is gonna happen. He's gonna meet like 
decades of just comic commentary, and then one day he's going to try and blow up a federal building. Of course. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, Jesus, how do we not see this? Yeah. Let's look at the first letter of every blog post he did. It's just a manifesto about how fuck John Lennon's still alive, and, and he personally stopped the Holocaust from happening. I feel like that might be where I'm headed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would not be surprised. I'm, I'm going to... You're a month become, away from 30, yeah. okay? I'm going to try to become Batman at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if in your future the word manifesto was used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Audio one. manifesto. Yeah. If we're on episode fucking 55 or something. What are we at now? 80? 83. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. We're gonna, people are going to go back and cite this episode, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, we were joking about him writing a manifesto, but it's... It, <laughs> he did have a notebook on yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, you have just piles and piles of yellow notepads. Yeah. I'm sure if I went back in your room right now, there's a lot of yellow string on the walls, like, <laughs> connecting newspaper articles, Batman memorabilia is, like, stuck to the wall, yeah. and you're like, Frank Miller? Question mark, question mark. We had a uh, thing at this, this house I used to live in. We called it the Wall of Paranoia. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, See, uh, exactly yeah, the type of shit what that's going to be the headline on yeah, Fox yeah. News. <laughs> but it was great. It, it was, like, this fun, like, party game where we had... Like all these uh, newspaper clippings and string and stuff, and we we tell everyone uh, we've got like this whole box of newspapers, magazines, markers, post-it notes, string. Yeah. Just put anything you it. want, add to it, make new connections, draw that's stuff cool, on the yeah. stuff that's already there, whatever you want to do, go nuts, and just built and got crazier and crazier and bigger and bigger. <laughs> that one was really fun. I miss having space. Yeah. Like living in New York, that would be that I can't afford to have that hobby. Do you know what I mean? Like it's very fun. But if, yeah, if I was true. living in Indiana, I'd have a whole room that was just I was like, this yeah. is the room I'm crazy in. This is where yeah. I go in here and I'm insane yeah. and it's oh, what fun. I've got a drum room also right. in a separate kitchen. I realized this recently and I was I tried writing a joke about this, but it never quite worked. Is I accidentally noticed that I was following a lot of pro Unabomber accounts on Twitter, <laughs> without even having realized this consciously. I was scrolling through Twitter one day, and my roommate was looking over my shoulder. He goes, "Who's Uncle Ted?" And I was like, "Oh, that's that's Ted Kaczynski." <laughs> Wait, Ted Kaczynski has a Twitter. Account? No, no, no. But all these Twitter accounts that are like. Ted Kaczynski was right. Okay, modern society is ruining our lives. It Why is good. On to... Twitter, then they you love. Know, there is a, a ton hole, of man. people on Twitter who idolize but, this guy. No, but if they think modern technology is ruining your life, why are you? Oh, that's fair. Sending Great that question. Out Twitter. Great question. <laughs> it's it's irreconcilable nonsense, but I love it because mm-hmm. it'll pull you in because it starts by being like, oh, don't people suck? And you're like, yes, people suck. And then the next thing you know, they're like, don't you want to bomb an airport with a bunch of <laughs> nail bombs? You're like, well, you know what? They're not wrong. Flying does suck. Mm-hmm. You know? it's mostly I don't want to do this because I don't have a lot of initiative. And I'm lazy. But, I, I, you know, living in the city long enough, you start to think like, hey, living in a cabin in the woods does seem nice. Just, yeah, and, nature, uh, This man. guy got it. Okay, he really thought about it. He wrote a very interesting manifesto. The first he 90% was an author. of it. Yeah, he was a very smart mathematician <laughs> and an author. And 90% of his manifesto was like, yeah, modern society is toxic in a lot of ways, and it's hard to be in a world. Yeah, most of and it's that's the why you yes. kill the bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You get to the end, and you're like, oh. 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 You're crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I, I had a moment uh, early on in New York where I was just didn't really have any friends or anything, and I was just really trying hard to, to meet people, and uh, I hung out with this one comic after a show, and I, I was kind of like, yeah, this guy's kind of weird, but I don't know, I guess he's cool, maybe I could see being friends with this guy, and as we were talking, he just, he casually dro- dropped on, like, 
you know, about this whole Bill Cosby thing, it's, <laughs> I mean, just, it's kind of like 9-11, you know? Like, we're just never really going to know what happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was this Louie? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he doubled down yes. so hard. I'm just like, no, I guess, I guess I'm never going to be friends with you then. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I can never take anything you say seriously. I'm amazed by how quickly some people can, like, entirely dive off a cliff within oh, one yeah, sentence. For just sure. Bill Cosby, I'm like, okay, this could be what was a tragedy. Chris That's Wong? terrible. Because he'll just be like, Bill Cosby's innocent. This was Chris San uh, Juan has the amazing ability to be wrong about literally everything. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. It's like, you'd think statistically you'd be right about one thing once in a while. Never. So is he one of those guys where you could, like, make a fortune gambling on the opposite of what he says? Yeah, like, oh, for sure. The Cavs have a real shot in the finals this year. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be probably a five-game series, 4-1 Cavs. Exactly. Like, he would have the kind of opinion where he'd be like, LeBron sucks, but the Cavs are good. And you'd be like, oh, wow, I don't know how you right. are breathing right now. Jordan Clarkson should have been an all-star this year. What the <laughs> fuck? You, what? I can't remember who this was. I almost said Mikey Garcia. And I that's not, I just looked him up. Mikey Garcia is a very different guy. I don't want to throw Mikey Garcia under the bus. This is the problem doing stand-up in New York is that you just, there are just literal crazy people who do it. Yes. There was a homeless There's woman no... who did it with a swastika tattooed on her scalp. Yeah. It's an open mic. Yeah. And it Anyone is open. Just show up. Yeah. Um, and like every so often you meet people who do a good job of disguising that and like they're not crazy on the surface but deep down they're crazy yeah I met this guy recently and he's actually cool like I like him but we bonded over the fact that we liked Million Dollar Extreme which is this sketch show that was on Adult Swim uh-huh. that I think is really funny but the guys who made it had insane alt-right political beliefs like really off the deep end stuff and they got cancelled because he would post all this crazy shit on Twitter about like black on black crime and it was like ah, it's like and i was always like part of my political beliefs would be like this guy's wrong about everything but i wish he just kept his mouth shut so he could keep making a show that i think is funny (laughs) which i know is wrong but also just like i liked his tv show i thought it was funny and i don't buy into the politics of it so where's the harm but i met this dude recently and the dude is actually really like funny and i think more moderate than the guys who made this show but we like worked on some stuff together and then he was like like, trying to, like, figure out if I believed Where in that stuff. Yeah, yeah he was trying yeah. to, like, kind of probe the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about and he was like Sandy Hook thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, um, You ever he seen like, those bodies? I he was like, <clears throat> I think it, he did the most moderate, you know, testing the water by going, yeah, it's kind of crazy that everybody misunderstood the whole Charlottesville situation. Okay. And I was like, mm, I was just how? like, uh, yeah, um, mm. I mean, sure. So I'm sure I read plenty of bad takes at the time. He was yeah. like, yeah, like people were saying like Jews will not replace us. And it's like, obviously that's not what they mean. And oh. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> They chanted like, it. They wrote it down and got a, everyone on the same page. You can't just judge people based on the words that they say. And All the right. problem is, like, I'm so deep on... I love, like, reading 4chan and, like, the weird corners of the internet. And I love reading this stuff, like, from an anthropological point of view. Yeah. Where I don't agree with it, but I think it's crazy and funny to read about. So I get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with what he's saying. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, no, I know what point you're trying to make and it was like I'm not even following the point what is if they don't mean the Jews will not replace us what do they mean alright I'm about to go off a weird tangent here that I had never hoped I would be defending this (laughs) this statement and I'm in a you know I disagree with the logic of this statement the logic is they think that 
Jewish people as a whole are liberal and support demographic change on a wide scale. And so they are afraid that Jewish people who basically don't... I don't think the normal alt-right person thinks Jews control politics, but they think that Jewish philosophy and like mainstream Jewish politics is the accepted mainstream politics of America. And so, so pro-refugee acceptance pro-demographic change so that white people become the minority. Uh-huh. Which I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Who gives a shit, right? right? But the alt-right people, I think, are like, that's a bad thing. We should resist demographic change, especially if it's too quick. Okay. But then they represent that by being like, Jews will not replace us. And you're like, I don't... So I'm still... I are are, they, are they using Jews as, as stand-in for all liberals? Or I don't, all yes. Demographic? Basically, they're using Jews as a stand-in for people who are okay with giving up racial power in their own country. Okay. Which is ironic, because I don't think of Jews as being okay with that. No. Especially... I think of Jews as being the exact... <laughs> the, I think alt-right people dislike Israel... For the position that if they get an ethno state, why can't we? Yeah, which they're I think like, is very ethno funny. Ethno state, great. Yeah, but Jews, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jews, Jews are bad. Right. But if they get one, like, then we should get one too. And so they yeah. are like bad for that reason, which <laughs> like, I think is so funny. The enemy of my enemy is my is are either of them not white because they're, <laughs> they're still my enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I, I think is so funny, and I thought it was very funny that this guy was trying to relate to me. <clears throat> In a way that he knew I would understand kind of what he was talking about, yeah. but I disagree with it, so it was irrelevant. And I was just like, let me stop you right there. I, I disagree. I, I used to, I've, I've tried to make this a bit, I've never been able to make this idea work on stage, but it's, um, so I'm from the, the South, I'm from Virginia. Yeah. And um, I, the idea was that like the, the, the South uh, wanting to like not be associated with the North and, and being, wanting to like secede, it's, it's not that the North wants to hold on to the South. It's that we're worried about what they do. <laughs> yeah, once they have that space, it, yeah. It's yeah. like when like you're you've got like a friend who's way too drunk and you're trying to escort them home and they keep trying to like run off. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't want to hang out with you right now, but you're going to fuck up so bad yeah. if I let yeah, you go. I'm worried about what you would do if I'm not here to put yeah. a cap on. Yeah, I read, I found your manifesto, and I cannot allow you to be alone right now. <laughs> It's like Pakistan. Anyway, moving back to <laughs> Batman. Yes. Uh, so, so Batman, he, he jumps back in with uh, with both feet, just just beating up criminals, and there's uh, really brutally beating up criminals. No brutally, brutally. There, there's one scene where he there's like some bank robbers, and they're they're escaping. And he jumps onto the car and is like beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, and the cops are like, chasing the, the bank robbers, and they like slow down, like, oh shit, that's Batman. And the older cop turns to the younger one. It's like, oh, you're in for a treat now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we both do our job. Hands yeah, up. I love that he beats the shit out of that guy, and then he goes to the hospital, and then the guy gets out of the hospital, he follows him home, and then beats the shit out of him again. Yeah. Why? Yeah, really gets him this time. Why did like, he do that? The, the, um, the guy, the, the criminal, like, goes to Commissioner Gordon, and he's got, like, a cast on his leg and all this, and he's saying... He's got his lawyer and... He's trying to the, sue them or something. Yeah, the lawyer's like, 
you allowed a vigilante to shatter my client's femur in three places. He has not been charged with a crime. Yeah. There's no evidence he committed a crime. Which is 100% reasonable. Yes. And somehow the tone of this movie is like, look at this asshole. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> shit. Yeah. In real life, I'm 100% on oh, the guy's yeah, side. Yeah, completely. Sure. Number one, because crimes are good. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Love crimes. crimes. Yeah. Do rob the bank. Right. Every day if you can. Don't right. shoot any tellers, but do rob the bank. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, but you can't just have criminals... Letting vigilante justice just being present and saying no, no, we will let this vigilante take yeah. care of this. Yeah. So then Gordon lets him go. Yeah. And then Batman which the the guy's like, well, we get protection, right? Because they understand that he's letting him go because he's gonna get his ass beat again. Yeah. Like they know it's like oh, the teacher yeah. turning his back when they see two kids about so to I fight. So I think Frank Miller's political stance is: if Batman kicks your ass, go ahead and just let it happen and don't whine about it. Frank Miller's political view is. Is there a way we could have Sharia law without all the Muslim stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Sharia he wants. law, but scared of Muslims. Listen, this is not wrong. Okay, let me just start. He's not wrong. Then the, the criminal, he uh, Batman shows up at his house, and he's scared. He's backing through. He ends up like backing through a window under his balcony. He's covered in glass. And very convenient way to like take Batman's responsibility away from this man's death, like because well, he didn't push him through the window. Right, but, but, but Batman <clears> saved <throat> him. The guy's like, "You can't hurt me. I have rights." And Batman says, "Yes, you have rights, but you're also gonna die in three minutes." Yeah, he's bleeding out. He's like, "You're going to bleed to death." <laughs> yeah. like, this is this is a mur- this is a murder. If he yeah. just let him die, yes. it's totally a killing. Yeah, you can't just like scare a man through a window and then be like. <laughs> <laughs> if you bleed out over I mean, there, I'm gonna be over here asking questions. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's like how <clears throat> with like Saw, they're always like, well, technically he's never killed anyone. Yeah, yeah, he just he like just... let this chainsaw swing through a elaborate mouse trap of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like by this by this logic, Wiley Coyote never did anything wrong. Yeah. Like he just set up all these crazy traps <laughs> to try to murder this bird. Technically, and all I did was fire the gun. It was the bullet that uh, killed him. Yeah. I like political philosophy, honestly. <laughs> okay, let me talk about why I didn't like this movie. And the answer is, not enough Bruce Wayne. Mm. Okay, the best part of every Batman movie is when Bruce <laughs> Wayne pulls out his fat hog and is just mm-hmm. shoving it down everyone's face in Gotham. And he can do that because deep down, we all know he's Batman. Right, we, we actually just covered the Dark Knight Triple X, and that's pretty much how that movie goes. Is it? <laughs> Wait. It's, it's oh. a porn. Yeah. Triple X? <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. I'm into that. Hell yeah. But the best part, I think, of any Batman movie is when he's at some restaurant and he just buys the hotel that it's in or some shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just bought it. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, Bruce Wayne. This guy rules. I would watch an entire movie of just Bruce Wayne being an asshole. Yeah. And deep down, you know it's okay. That's why I can't watch Entourage because deep down you know they are assholes. They don't get it. But Bruce Wayne, deep down, he's a nice guy, so it's fine. Which I think is my entire political philosophy explained is you can do whatever you want as long as you don't mean it. (laughs) 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 So that's why you're defending all the great guys. They don't really mean it. No, they don't really mean it. They said the Jews will never place it. It's a big joke. No, you're absolutely right, and it's a serious problem with how I view the world. (laughs) But I brassed 4chan way too young in life, so (laughs) now I'm irony poisoned by people who are like, just making jokes about how the Nazis were good. So uh, he, he... Beats up these criminals, and then uh, he um, 
Dent Research is threatening to blow up a building unless he's paid a ransom. He has a whole different incarnations of Two-Face go <coughs> further or less far into how obsessed he is with the number two. This one is as hard as it possibly can. He's blowing up two buildings with two helicopters unless <laughs> they bring him two million dollars by two o'clock. That's right. not a lot of money. It's less yeah. than the building's cost. Oh, yeah. for, for sure. sure. Probably less than the helicopter's It's probably cost. less than the repairs that were <laughs> caused that by the explosion. Right. It's, it's almost like a Dr. Evil. Just, just giving it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bip billion? Yeah, yeah. Ramp it up, Two-Face. I know that you're rusty, but come on, dude. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just get... Also, it's Bruce Wayne. He's got $2 million. Him. Yeah. And then he could just beat him up to take the money. Like he's got two million dollars hidden in his couch. Yeah, that's his yeah. fast yeah. cash setting on the ATM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's gonna blow up this building once he's paid a ransom. Uh, Batman defeats the the henchman, and he learns that the bombs will explode even if the ransom is paid. And Dent is gonna kill himself, so he disables one so he bomb. He freezes it. Yeah. Which is not how bombs work. I think that's a real thing, actually. I think that's how actual bomb squads do it. You freeze it? I think so. They have, like, nitrous... uh, Not nitrous oxide, but... Nitrogen? uh, Liquid nitrogen? Yeah, liquid nitrogen, yeah. Why would that work? I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know a lot about bombs, because we've said a lot of things on this podcast that (laughs) if it were revealed that I knew exactly how bombs work. I'm going to tell you that I don't think the electrical chemistry doesn't make I know a lot about bombs and the alt-rays. Oh, for sure. uh, I'm like, if somebody looked back in my past, they would be like, oh, this is a giant red flag. I follow a lot of... uh, Ted Kaczynski. I was a, <laughs> I was a, a, a chemistry major in college. Oh, really? And this was around the same time. I, mean, I wrote for the political review. And if you, by the way, all my listeners out there, if you go back and find my old articles, they're entirely reasonable. Okay, <laughs> I just defended Ron Paul one too many times. Um, <laughs> but boilerplate liberalism, just for the record. But um, this was around the time when they first made that 3D printed gun, mm-hmm. and somebody posted about this in the politi- political review group at my college, and everybody was like freaking out, and they're like, this is terrifying, there's going to be guns everywhere. There's more guns than people already, right. and it's not, that's nothing. I said in this group, any chemistry major at our college could make something more deadly than this, a hundred times more deadly than this 3D printed gun, in a day. Like... For sure. And the fact that violence doesn't happen to us all the time has nothing to do with the fact that you can't 3D print a gun. Yeah. It has to do with the fact that most of us don't want to commit acts of violence. And thank God. Yeah. But if we all did, we would find a way to do it. And 3D printing a gun is not the biggest concern I have with Penn Gillette has a, a great quote. He's a, um, very vocally an atheist. Yeah. A great and a weirdo libertarian. Yeah. Uh, he has a great quote about religion that people are always saying, like, without religion, like, what's going to stop you from just yeah, killing from and raping whoever? Yeah. And he says, I already kill exactly the number of people I want to kill, which, which is, is zero. Zero, yeah. The people who always say that what's going to stop you from killing are clearly the most dangerous psychopaths yeah. on the earth. <laughs> and, I mean, I, for that reason... Religion is good. If that's the only thing stopping all these people from raping and murdering like it's the fucking Crusades, I, I then I'm sure. glad we got the book. That's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that that's... Also, circumcision. Yeah. It's good. It's circumcision good. does it keep people It is good. Murder. Oh, yeah. 
No, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to murder people. If my life were 2% different, I would absolutely be out there. <laughs> if sex was just slightly better. How <laughs> <laughs> <I> dare you? <laughs> uh, huh? So uh, I'm looking up online. It looks like um, it's not done as much anymore. There was a time with certain types of bombs they would use liquid nitrogen to freeze it. Oh uh, yeah, those uh, those dynamite sticks that yes. Wiley Coyote yeah, throw right. around. You could freeze those fuckers and inert. There's a Perfect. large black sphere with a fuse coming out, like a cartoon. I, apparently, it's like a temporary procedure. It can kind of slow things down. Well, they figure out like a better way to handle it. That makes sense. It's not usually done, and I don't think it's done much anymore. I like it when science works like intuition says it should. Like the bomb's going too fast. Freeze it <laughs> to make it slower. It's I, I mean, I guess like, like electronics, if they if you freeze them enough, they're not gonna work, right? I I, I think only certain ones. very low know. temperatures. I mean, my iPhone shuts down when it gets too cold. Yeah, I guess so. That's a battery thing. Yeah, I don't really know enough about the electrochemistry of batteries, but I would imagine. Yeah, if you lower the heat enough, the potential energies work. Let's not, uh, Leah, I was in Yosemite recently and we, it was really cold and we spent way too long because we were very high just talking about We've already lost all four of our bugs. listeners. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, we have one guy left who's trying to figure out how to build a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, like, we got trying to build a bomb. My mom is, just can't figure out how to turn this off. <laughs> Shrieking about yeah, so her horrible this is son. Uh... Worry about your son. Okay. I would say worry about it for sure. This is clear. I'm not if the one who knows how to build bombs. I know how to defuse the bombs. Hey, that's true. That's yeah. good. We're looking up the right stuff now. Mrs. Rubino, worry about your son. <laughs> Those uh, alt right guys whose sketch show I liked yeah. made a book called How to Bomb the U.S. Government. Ooh. And it's just a funny book of comedic sketches and humor pieces. <laughs> And I bought a copy of it, and it was very funny, but yeah. I'm absolutely on a watch list yes. right now, because I <laughs> bought a book called How to Bomb the U.S. Government. Uh, that's why uh, when I uh, got the... the um, actually, no, I don't know if Steal This Book would put you on a list, but I got that book in high school, but I got it as a Christmas present, so that I would not be associated Which book? with Steal This Book. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff about making bombs. Yeah, that nice. Book. You didn't steal it? I did not. Yeah. I did not find a copy in stores. They don't put it in stores. Because everyone can... kept goddamn stealing yeah. it. Like, yeah, can't make money off this book. <laughs> uh, so the, he defeats uh, Two-Face, who um, who reveals he thinks the reconstruct surgery was, was botched as he considers his undamaged half as disfigured. Right. And it kind of flashes back and forth between like his face is totally fine and it's totally disfigured. Right, what he thinks it is, yeah. Yeah. I, I had this interpretation is that he's um, before he was like his face was half good half evil and his actions were half good half evil and now he's like because his face is totally good he's got to make his actions totally evil I don't know if that's actually supporting is how I I don't think Frank Miller thought about this enough <laughs> I, you uh, clearly put much more effort into understanding well, there's, this there's that one shot of his he's got the, the coin that's normally scratched up on one side and he flips it and he makes his decisions yeah the other side is fine now yeah no the other now both sides are scratched <coughs> up what I, I thought it, but they were both fine well initially he shows them both sides are fine then later it shows oh, that both sides are scratched up oh uh, okay well <laughs> good work good work uh, so uh, this is the problem with stuff like this: is fandom goes way deeper than creation. Sometimes yeah, you can try and read into it all you want, but I don't. Think, I just don't think he's that bright. 
It's because the same people that write 9-11 conspiracy theories watch these movies. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it can't be this simple. Yeah. All right? <laughs> it's it's oh, got to be deeper. Oh, yeah, and here's why I think that you're reading into it too far is because that plot line ends and is never referenced again in the rest of the movie. It's, that's the end of it. Well, He's a minor character. It's death of the author. At some point, the author puts that into the world, and then yeah. what, what they intended no longer means. This is like anything. people who are still trying to figure out what Shakespeare meant by this thing or that. And it's like, we've been analyzing him for a thousand years now. I'm sure we've gotten everything out of it. Yeah. Like, we're done getting even more meaning out of Hamlet, right? Yeah, I don't, No more Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sick of it. So, uh, I don't want to read anyway, it, I don't want to talk about it. Back to analyzing The Dark Knight Returns <laughs> Part 1. Well, the best piece of artwork to come out in the past 40 years. <laughs> when I uh, was first trying to explain this podcast to people, part of my, and I still maintain part of what makes this an interesting journey, is if you're talking about characters who've been interpreted and analyzed thousands of different ways by thousands of different actors, you're talking Hamlet, Othello, and Batman. Like the, how many characters have there been this many wildly different takes and different interpretations of. Yes, but some of them are better than others. Oh, 100%. And by that I mean the characters. <laughs> I don't know if Batman is oh. deep <laughs> enough to be analyzed as many hours. I mean, I hate to shit on this project that you're yeah. clearly spending far too much of your life on, but... <laughs> I don't know if this How much can you get? Good. I mean, uh, clearly the nice thing is that Othello is always Othello, mm -hmm. but the different versions of Batman can have very different backstories and, yeah. and uh, actions and... Bat Pussy is wildly different from the Thomas the Tank Engine Batman, yeah. which is wildly different than the Christian Bale interpretation of the character. Wow. I mean, damn. Who knew that the Detective Comics number one or whatever... Would, number 27. Thank you. ...would result <laughs> in this kind of autism. And everyone immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed pretty clear. I guess that was the was problem. Ending. Everybody <laughs> loved that, and they were yeah. like, all right, I guess we have to Keep ruin people's going. lives a hundred yep. years from now. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, so Carrie Kelly is uh, she's this, this girl. She's now dressed as uh, voiced Robert. by Ariel Winter, right? Yes, from Modern <clears throat> Family, whose talents Ooh, wow. are entirely lost in the realm of voice acting. Let yeah, me just she's say, mostly uh, mostly just super hot. Yeah, <laughs> mostly just got an enormous chest. So hot that the plot line of her being the ugly one on Modern Family had to be scrapped entirely <laughs> because <laughs> they had to give up on this fantasy that she was not. Yeah. Super hot. Because right. too many adults were like setting Google alerts for the day she turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we're good. So I creepy. guess we should stop. Yeah. I guess we should stop this. The, uh, uh, speaking of the, the voice actors, the, um, the guy who plays Batman in this uh, is played by Peter Weller, who is best known from another Frank Miller property, Robocop. Ooh. Oh. He played Robocop. All right. He's like a physical actor. Yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense. The, the the guy that played Mr. Police. Yeah, the other fascist <laughs> fantasy. Is, yeah, that literally just walked around like blowing criminals to pieces with yeah. missiles. <laughs> the, you know the avatar of Frank Miller's it Batman. It was good. It's fun. It's <laughs> fun. But you can see all of the little pieces yeah. there when you look back. Yeah. Another movie I really love, but I look back on and have a lot of trouble defending that. The yeah. 80s were like a weird time because you had people criticizing that insane culture and then at the same time people making videos that just glorified it, of yeah. course. Like American Not Psycho like is making fun of that bullshit, like crazy people, rich dude. Yeah, but people don't get it. They're like, no, yeah, hell absolutely. yeah, this is, oh, this is yes. rad. Every college kid who puts up a poster of American Psycho on his wall is like, no, that guy's good, actually. 
And you know what? They're not wrong. <laughs> it is good. It's actually pretty cool the way he just murdered all those people. With an axe, it's man. This metal. And yeah. at the end, you didn't even murder them. Or maybe he did. Not clear. I'm not going to watch it again. What matters is he didn't go. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's fucking... It's Robin, bro- don't just look at it. Eat it. <laughs> now, there is a crossover I'd like to see. American Psycho Batman. Mm. He's a coke fiend in the 80s. And at night, he goes out and he just murders prostitutes because they are breaking the law, okay? The dress is a mess. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, slaying female drug dealers. They're all women for some reason because he was a psychopath. I would love to see just Patrick Bateman is... Not even like a murder. Just he he's, is. He's, it's he's the bad. same guy. It's yeah. already Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian we don't even Bale need Christian Bale twice over. You yeah. really don't need to stretch this. And all you do is just Christian Bale's performance in uh, the the Dark Knight trilogy, but just add cocaine to it. Yeah, That's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Cocaine. Oh, he's yeah. up all night, every night. What yeah. the fuck do you think he's doing? Damn, I never... <laughs> shit's on a blow. I'm sure you go on YouTube and you Google this and somebody has made a fake movie trailer. Well, definitely. Definitely. Too. And if not, um, I just want to say to any of the fans of this podcast, if you want to make that and send it to me, I will watch it. So <laughs> One view guarantee. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I count as several views. <laughs> okay, just, He'll probably watch it twice. I'll probably... <laughs> maybe, well, yeah, maybe. No we guarantee. can't promise that one. So Carrie Kelly is dressing as Robin. She's this teenage girl. Uh, and Where did she, she get the suit from? Unclear. She, I think in the comic they say something about her saving her allowance and just like uh, buy it. I guess it's like a Halloween costume thing. Okay. Which means that the Robin character already existed in the Batman yes. yeah. canon in that. their they, world. Like retired. And, yeah. and so there was a new Robin. But the they, same Batman. They say that uh, uh, Jason Todd, who was a previous Robin, they, they imply that he died. Yeah, and he wore the suit? Yeah. Okay. And they, they bring up Dick Grayson, too. Did he have so. nice, tight shorts like she does? Yeah, he had those little bikini panties on. Man. Little <laughs> Really bad. Yeah. Really bad that outfit. Just no, I was uncomfortable the good. whole time. It's like, good. Why are these... It's good, actually. Put those thighs away. Yeah, I mean, as much as uh, I don't like the, the suit that Robin wore in... Uh, uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Better than this. Yeah. Better than that, that costume. Yeah. That was a hot suit. And this weird, like, Winnie the Pooh ass, yeah. like, only only shirt, basically <laughs> no pants <laughs> thing we got going on here. Just like a grown man, like a little thong. Yeah, like yeah. Tiny cape. That's supposed to be intimidating to yeah. criminal. Like, I would, I think I would stop doing crimes if that person showed up, but just because I was... Just seen, show up and just start like, twerking, oh, and the, is... the criminals just, like, start seizing and drop their <laughs> yeah. materials and just come in their pants. Yeah, like the <laughs> Batman yeah. comes and arrests them, and it's just like, another crime stop, Robin. <laughs> Thanks for your help. The fucking Odd Future Rella video, just this in B- BBW fucking twerking <laughs> the, the Halo guy. It's too hot, and they just fucking... I, I could be wrong about this, but I believe the original comic book came out before Jason Todd died in the comics and I, I think that they kind of killed him off partially because this was so popular uh, right and they're like oh that's that's a fun little detail yeah we'll okay, murder everybody, him everyone hates Jason Todd already yeah. why not just have <laughs> it fit into this canon hell yeah uh, so Carrie Kelly dresses as Robin looks for Batman who attacks a gathering of the mutant gang with a tank-like Batmobile. What? This is... Okay, there's a couple things that happened before this that was absolutely wild. Okay. There was a moment when he's beating up, like, he's beating up a couple of the thugs, and um, he's, he literally says, Kids today, no respect. 
Which is just a ama- like lean into it. Hell yeah, murder someone for not getting off your lawn. Yeah. This is dope. I, I love it. This guy who's like, oh, these kids are eating Tide Pods, but they're also like murdering each other for no reason, but he absolutely would be like the cranky old man. Oh, like, definitely. My generation stormed Normandy. Yep. Also, didn't. That word meant something different in my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can say it, why can't I say it? My costume's black. <laughs> This is like this. What should have been the Clint Eastwood movie? Where he's like, that would be. I used to yeah. stack gooks like you three times a yeah. in Korea. hundred percent. He would have written and directed it, and it would have gotten extremely racial. Does like, Commissioner Gordon talks about having been at Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, which is such a weird the detail that shit? he's like, I'm that old. It puts it at a weird moment in time where like it, that does date it. Yeah, because yeah, he was seventy. Future, but also Pearl Harbor past. was in like what forty three. Uh, 41. 41? Okay, so... Uh, so that... He would have had to be 18 at least at yeah. that point, so born in 22 or at the latest. So, 50 years later, so this takes place in the 90s? I guess so. I guess if it was written in the 80s, the 90s is still Just future. 10 years in the future, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Gunn. Anyway, they were way off. Nobody's wearing like a cute crop top thing or have big hair or sunglasses that are just objectively ugly. Those are crazy. Those those glasses are I guess they are wearing those visors. Nobody has just dagger nipples. Yeah, dagger nipples is my favorite detail. They're working on that though. The bad guy in this movie has pointy, like sharp nipples. Yeah. Yeah. That are And that he never stabs anyone with. Yeah, when we say sharp, like Like, we're bullets. Pointy yeah. Like a weapon. It's like a weaponized could, nipple. Yeah, They're you wild. You put somebody's eye out with those nipples. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure he has. Yeah. Must. How does that guy That's why all you? the fucking mutants have the laser shit on. The the beating in yeah. for the gang as he stabs your eyes out with his nipples. <laughs> they got uh, goggles. That, I, I think it's just a fashion thing, but they, they look kind of like Cyclops. Yeah, they all take them off at the end and yeah. become... The Sons of Batman. Sons of Batman. Uh, yeah, which we'll get into in a minute. But what, what um, else did we Oh, the other thing, the he goes, like, where, where are they getting all these weapons? And it turns out there's, like, a retired general who That's was, like, great. who said he was selling these things to these to the criminals because mm. his wife had cancer and yeah. he couldn't, and the army wouldn't pay for the treatment. Well, which, like, all of a sudden it was, like, socialist shit. And I was uh, like, all right, am I back on? No, 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 like, because it's the VA. So a conservative right. is okay with socialized healthcare as long yeah, as it's the for VA the troops. Is responsible. It's yeah, for, it's the, for troops. the troops. But it touches us. I was like, okay, we're almost there. I don't know if he is because Batman's like, that's not an excuse. <laughs> and he just kind of goes yeah. into killing himself. He does the. It's like the scene in True Detective where he's like, you know, they're pretty rough on uh, people who kill children in prison. You should yeah. probably just end it. And like, like it's <laughs> the coldest shit. He just leaves. The guy does kill himself. And then Batman said, he's like, they've got enough uh, like guns to start a war. And he says. They want war. They'll get it. Cut to a fucking tank. Batman in a tank. Like he may as well be drone striking these He's fucking people. It's war real is bad, war. But I'm gonna do it anyway. And yeah. then he does, and he kills a lot of people. Yeah. I think the. Um, they say he did, but they made. I, I feel like they made a mistake with this movie. That a lot of yes, they made it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the the uh, the. The nuance and the explanation for things in the comic is told through the the uh, the thought, um, the, the 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 introspection. Like the he's voicing it, he's thinking it, and not having a voiceover in this, I think that would have added so much and would have clarified a lot of things. I I don't know why they. What would the like? What what is unclear in them? Because I haven't read the comic. Um, I I don't know. I think it just adds 
a little bit more subtlety and the fact that the um, he's using rubber bullets. They eventually did bring it up, but he says something about. But he's also using explosives. There's no rubber explosives. Yeah. Yeah, they do fucking explode. They're like rocket. tank shells. And he electrocutes people who on, yeah. get on the tank. Those are that was rubber electricity. How? <laughs> he also says something about. Like, he kind of explains like why he has that Batmobile and what changed that he went from being because the car. Yeah, he has that line where he's like, "Cause it's rad." <laughs> yeah, I got exactly. this tank because it's dope, it dog. Not, well. I, I mean, it doesn't radically change, but I think it, it adds more color to it. That he says that there are these riots and stuff that he yeah, changed, and he had to upgrade it. There's a bubble that's got like the music sign, and War Pigs is playing. <laughs> Batman's just rocking out in his dope <laughs> panzer. <laughs> yeah, he's just slaying masses. I actually just finished reading Ozzy's autobiography, and who's uh, Ozzy, oh, okay. yeah. the uh, the lead singer of Black Sabbath. Yeah, he's nice. a he's a musician. He's a he's on the show The Osbournes. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Sharon's husband. That guy's out there for sure. Who's like Ozzy Osbourne? I love his TV show. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, Deserves an Emmy. I think he got cheated. It's a great book. But, uh, if you haven't read it, I really recommend it. But um, there's this story he tells that he he. He's just kind of a hypochondriac, and he uh, cheated on his wife, and he just became convinced that he got HIV from this woman. And um, so he got tested, and the test came back, like, inconclusive, and they had to do it again. And finally, the doctor said, like, you you don't have HIV, but your body thinks you do because you are just on so many drugs that your immune system is completely shut down. <laughs> so you don't technically have HIV, yeah. but you basically no do. white blood cells whatsoever. Yeah. That's uh, how amazing that he's still kicking. Like, yeah. why do we? Why do the good ones? Like, you know, Ozzy's still kicking. That's great. We lost Bourdain. That bummed me out. Yeah. Can John McCain just fucking die already? <laughs> Can we? Deathpool. I need him out of here. And. If he wants to kill himself, I'm here for that. But if cancer is gonna do it, I should hurry the fuck up. You <laughs> would introduce like a um, like an assisted suicide bill in the next month or two, but yeah, he should move to Oregon and just do it now. <laughs> just get it, get it, get it out of here. I'm gonna win Taco Bell if he dies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Batman. Yeah, so he goes to <laughs> a mutant gathering in a uh, in a tank. And uh, he's just uh, shooting him with rubber bullets, blowing him up. And the mutant leader challenges Batman to a duel. Which is like, this is this is his politics basically summed up. Like, it is literally a fist fight for supremacy. Yeah. yeah. That, it's a, it's a symbolic it's fist so fight. so much easier just to unzip and whip it out and just measure. Like, it <laughs> measure. literally would have been so much easier. Yeah. You clarify beforehand, soft or hard, because, you know, <laughs> if the guy loses the hard one, you know he's going to be like, okay. whatever the other one Press is. against then. the pubic gun, that's mm-hmm. only fair because the mutant is fatter. It's true. <laughs> I mean, you think this is... He's a much older man. He, there's, he's clearly, you, you think he'd have the, the wisdom of like, I have nothing to gain from this fight. I can easily win as a tank against the guy. He's got the tank pointed at his head and I was like, please blow it off. Yeah. Do it. What do I, what do I have to, this is abssurd for me to, to fist fight this, this guy. This, this pig boy. Yeah. This sharp toothed and nippled pig boy. The entire second half of this movie is Batman shows up with a tank, kills a bunch of mutants, intentionally or not, loses the first fist fight to this huge mutant, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the mutant's in jail, and then 
he lets him out of jail and then wins the second fight, and that's the whole victory. It wasn't, like, even anything clever. Like, he didn't have some trap set for him or anything, really. He just beats they the shit out of him the second They tried to be, time. like, the second time they fight, he's trying to be intelligent about it. He's like, I just disabled your arm. Now you won't be able to use that. Yeah. Oh, I cut your forehead, so now you can't see. None of that matters. I don't... Like it didn't. Oh, he's fighting more intelligently now. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Which again, with the the voiceover, it could have added a lot to because in the comics they explain it like a little bit more that they're fighting in mud, so the guy's speed doesn't. He slowed down a lot, and he's, he's all of this is irrelevant. Yeah. The entire plot of being like, oh, I lost the first fight, but that's not. He didn't even a lose point of growth. Yeah, he just fight. got away from it, and the other guy got arrested, and then he just decides. Oh, the only way to end this is to just kick his ass again. Yeah. And that, there's no political see, learning, there's no growth. There's nothing no political learning or growth, but it's, he's, he's got to defeat him in front of all the other mutants, see him be So, beaten. applying this to real life, Frank Miller is in the 80s, and he sees a crime wave spreading across the United States, and he's wondering, how, how can we stop these you, kids? You Summon get, my champion. Yeah. Summon one just hulking maniac... Let's get me Brock Lesnar. his ass. The president should beat him to death on live TV. Let's get Ronald Reagan to fight the head of the Crips. <laughs> <laughs> that will stop that. That would be good TV. It Great would TV. honestly to watch probably Ronald cut down Reagan on crime if Ronald Reagan... get beaten to death? Just his, yeah, like, exactly. brain full of holes. Even just... with the Frank Miller logic, that only works if Ronald Reagan wins. Yeah. Which he would not. No. Oh, I don't know about that. He's got retard strength. <laughs> My favorite part I in this movie, though, something different when I was young. is after the first fight, the mutants are in jail, including the leader, yeah. and they're gonna... Oh, this is so good. They bring the, the mayor into the mutants' cage. Which the, who he despises. You can tell Frank yes. Miller despises politics, because he keeps the saying, like, like snivelly shit. The little weasel. Like, yeah. this terrible little mustache. He's always like, the pool said I should do blue. So he's... We're still pulling. We're still pulling. Hadn't yeah. made the decision. So he's crime, mad. Maybe crime is bad. Maybe it's good. Still doing the poll. Yeah. Still I'm, trying to figure this out. He's Listening to the public and Frank Miller's like, "Fuck that! Punch somebody! Do it yourself!" <laughs> yeah, so he's like trying to present this like weaselly liberal fag, and the guys just they're just like, "See, this is what you get." They bring him into the cell, and then the mutant just kills him with immediately. His, like, Bare hands murders him. Like razor claw. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, what did you think was going to happen? So uh, also after the fight. Uh, Carrie Kelly, like, distracts the, the mutant leader long enough for, for Batman to kind of get away. Mm. And he's just beat to shit, and she helps him get back into the, the Batmobile. And they take her back to the Batcave, and uh, he kind of officially makes her Robin. Mm. And they there's a line about how, like, it's going to be about two or three weeks before you're ready to start fighting. <laughs> she's, she's got no training at all. You know, you're just a child who's yeah. okay at parkour. Yeah. How about instead you become a fascist warrior? That'll take about three weeks. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a minute. Yeah. Like, they even, Alfred, I do like Alfred in this movie. He really shits on Batman for being a huge idiot the yeah. whole time. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess you're just going to kill yourself, sir. Well, that's fine. I'm still a beneficiary in your will, right? Because <laughs> you're going to die. He's just like talking shit. But uh, <laughs> he brings up, he's like, he's didn't the last Robin die, sir? Yeah. And he, Batman just says, Robin was a good soldier. Yeah. He's like, Robin was a troop, 
and I respect him. I salute the flag for Robin. And, and in three now, weeks, this one will be dead too. Yeah, next man up. Yeah. Then he threatens to fire the new Robin. He's like, if you if you change the plan at all, you're fired. It's yeah. such an American. Well, like Robin is a troop. I will fire the new Robin if he's not good enough. In the comic, that's uh, the the plaque on Jason Todd's like memorial. They have like his suit displayed. It says a good soldier on Jesus. the flag. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. 13-year-old soldier. Yeah. And it said John 316 underneath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Kelly disguises herself as a mutant, and she lures the gang to the sewer outlet at the West River, and uh, the mutant murders the mayor. Commissioner Gordon deliberately releases the leader, providing an escape from the building, which leads to the sewer outlet. Um, Batman fights the leader in a mud pit. Mud pit slows the leader, removing his physical advantage, and Batman overpowers him. Seeing the leader's defeat, the mutants divide into smaller gangs, one of which becomes the Sons of Batman, a violent vigilante group. Batman's victory becomes public, and the city's inhabitants are inspired to stand up against crime. So basically, Batman cucks the criminals, yeah. and in response, the criminals become cops. This is a classic thing, is they're always concerned about who's got control of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Like, and in the beginning, it's the mutants have control of Gotham. But I've never... Cities don't work like that, right? Like, it's not... <laughs> Who would you say is control of New York right. City? Right, not anybody. Nobody yeah. is currently in control of New York City, except maybe Jay-Z. So... <laughs> He's doing great. Even then, it's like, you know, parts of Dumbo. Um, Do you think I... It's just weird that they're like, oh, and now the citizens of Gotham will just be fine. I, I guess, I think maybe gangs were like a much bigger thing back in the 80s. Absolutely, yeah. Because... I'm just thinking about like other movies like the Warriors like yes yeah. the gangs control New York yeah yeah and that's just not I and mean, gangs still exist but I don't think they have anywhere near the power that they once no, did no, 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 no. thanks mass incarceration you were right Frank Miller <laughs> Frank Miller should just do a comic where there's a slow structural attempt to just imprison a lot of people unfairly for small crimes. And then it works, and it makes the city better. <laughs> Have you heard that, uh, the, the Freakonomics theory about abortion? And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I've also heard a theory about lead gasoline. Yeah, I've heard that. The exposure yeah, yeah, yeah. to lead in, in, like, the womb and the air will make people more aggressive, and yeah. cutting that out has made a big difference. Yeah. Um, Which, hey, great. Whatever it took. Yeah. It's probably the combination of things, the, the whole broken windows thing. And, um, I think it was that we finally got a, a real strong man in office. <laughs> that we finally got a hard on crime, tough neck to Trump, clean it okay. all up. This place was a shithole, and now it's Donald, good. Now Trump it's great again. Agreed to, to fight the head of MS-13. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would so love to watch that. He's just like in an MMA ring, just shirtless, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just beating the crap wrestling. out of some like. This four Fifth foot nine, like Hispanic dude who st- moved here from Honduras, <laughs> just getting wailed on from like a cage match, and, and that would work. N- no, what would happen is he would get the shit kicked out of him, and then declare himself the winner. And Ooh, everyone would be like, right. "No, millions of people saw this on live TV." He's like, no. "I don't know what you're talking." He's got about. like no teeth <laughs> left. He's like, no, no one. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Ms. Thirteen is gone now. What are, you, what are you talking about? Ms. Thirteen has literally set themselves up in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not the White House anymore. <laughs> so actually, build build a fence around the White House. The White House is actually in New York. A lot of people get that wrong. <laughs> It's, it's, it says Trump on the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> Great White House. I love it. Yeah. We moved out of the old White House. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so I hope Melania's dead. I mean, I know you're not supposed to say that, but it would be so funny. Just from a crazy... You've heard this theory that she yeah. hasn't been seen in several weeks. I think she she popped up at something a couple days ago. Damn. But, yeah. yeah, I was holding my breath. I was kind of like, that'll be a wild way for this presidency day. That, uh, that fake tweet that was going around where like, the, the first um, letter of every line <laughs> in her tweets would help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the means divide the smaller groups. Uh, a lot of people start standing up against crime. Gordon retires after media's... Uh, his anti-Batman successor, Ellen Yindel. In Arkham, televised reports about Batman bring the Joker out of his catatonic state. And that is The Dark Knight Returns, Part 1. So, in the comic book, he puts on a kryptonite suit and beats the shit out of Superman. That comes in Part 2. Okay. That's yeah. what I was hoping. Yeah. He fights the Joker and Superman, Part 2. I forget why he fights Superman. Superman is uh, the government's trying he's to a, stop He's Batman. a liberal. Yeah. Superman, he Superman is a believes yeah, he's in like a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> socialist Jew. A president who looks very much like Ronald Reagan, who's too far to the left. Mm. And <laughs> wants to, Hell yeah. to stop Batman. And Superman, still a sort of fascist view of criminal justice. Yeah. He's still beating people up, no due process. And, yes. you know. The idea that there's like these ubermenches that should control everything and just run our planet and save us from everything is fundamentally a like <laughs> very weird worldview. Yeah, there's a uh, a really great comic that, that deals with with that. It's called uh, Kingdom Come. Mm. It's uh, it's beautifully beautifully illustrated. It's all oil paintings, mm. and um, it's it's about. Uh, there's like a newer generation of superheroes who are much more violent than the old generation and Batman and Superman, all these old ones, try to come back and suppress them and then there are all these other there's like the government and all these human vigilantes who are like, well, there shouldn't be anyone in control and dictate what we do we just need human beings to run this and uh, be in control of their own destiny and then it's, a, it's all building like a giant battle between these three groups and it's really good yeah I, I like the Iron Man view where he literally says, I privatize national defense. <laughs> a sort of capitalist, libertarian view of how it should work instead of this racial holy war thing Frank Miller's got going on. I mean, Elon Musk's just handing out flamethrowers currently. That's true. So we're getting there. And we're getting there. It's good. I think it's great. It's actually good. Yeah. Stephen, would you recommend this movie? No, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the key factors that it's missing that make a great Batman movie are... Uh, the end where it, something goes Bwah! that's the best part of a, a Batman movie true um, the part where Big Dick People Bruce seen like three Batman movies yes but I'm not wrong <laughs> uh, oh, and you're like oh bad. man so good that. all of them and <laughs> as they should have like the Dark Knight oh! that's great okay that didn't have this the problem with this movie is that it's not called the Dark Knight all of this <laughs> movies are called the okay. Dark Knight okay <laughs> I was wearing full Joker makeup while watching this movie, <laughs> just Twisted. masturbating furiously. Um, you want to know how I came this hard? <laughs> um, it was also missing Big Dick Bruce just on about town, being cool and fucking models and, like, and just living it up. Hell yeah. Which is the best. I would watch that movie if that was the whole movie. Just like um, super rich Jersey Shore. Missing that. It missed any sort of origin story, honestly. Obviously because takes place 10 years after he's retired but mm -hmm. i could have they could have figured out a better way to be like oh he's decided to come back into it rather than just having flashbacks 
to some weak ass shit that happened seventy years ago. Hyper PTSD. Yeah, this guy's really gotta get over it. Jacob, would you recommend this? Um, I had like maybe the most fun I've ever had watching a movie for this podcast. Watching <laughs> this, just because like the movie's like fundamentally pretty well made. Like mm-hmm. the animation's good, and like it's the a, it's a movie. Terrible. It's not terrible. Ugh. It's like this is a pretty good animated Batman movie, and all of the politics in it are batshit crazy. <laughs> and so the intersection of Batman thing and bad politics is like could not be more my alley. I love making <laughs> fun of weird cop Batman. It would be a good like um you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of thing where you just get a bunch of funny people in a room and roast it. That's fun. Yeah. I watched it with Danny this time, too, which okay. probably helps since there was someone to just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a great time watching this. Obviously, Frank Miller's a huge dipshit, but <laughs> highly entertaining for me personally. I would recommend this. I, I can totally see, appreciate it ironically, and there are some really ridiculous things in it, but I also genuinely enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Alright, I mean, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think my standards for a Batman movie are much different than uh, Yeah, it doesn't have the word Batman in the title. That's, uh, I'm on board. I must watch it. <laughs> are there any Batman movies you just legitimately don't like? Yes. Oh, God. Which one's your least favorite? Uh, I bet I would like that. I think our lowest... Well, we Bruce Wayne about, Entourage. We, we got to talk about where this Batman ranks on our list of Batman. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right now, our bottom five, we've got um, Carrie Shale from uh, from Thomas and Friends, colon, DC Super Friends, San Diego Comic-Con, featuring Thomas as Superman and Diesel as Batman. That's one of the Thomas... The Thomas Sankinson crossover. That one of the two sounds amazing. Then uh, Sam Black... From Diesel's Batman Saves Thomas the Superman, the other unrelated D- uh, Thomas the Tank Engine Batman. Love it. How is this possible? Then we've got No One from uh, Drawn Together the Movie. Uh, we've got oh, yeah. the, the actor from DC World's Funniest. <laughs> and <laughs> the child. The, yeah, at the very bottom, uh, we've got Russell Brand from the movie Arthur. Arthur? Who I'm Arthur. still mad at. He plays Batman? He puts on the bat suit and drives around the Batmobile, so we had to watch that movie. How do you qualify what a Batman movie is? Well, That's not we a ask Batman ourselves, movie. would this make us sad? <laughs> and if it would, we yeah, we watch it. If Batman is in it, we watch it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even happen. We watch Zorro. We watch Bat Pussies, technically not Batman. There's a lot of... Drawn together, Batman has no speaking no. lines. He's it's just fucking... In like a flashback for a moment. For maybe one second. Okay, well, obviously none of those count as an actual Batman movie. You're making this much harder on yourself. That's okay. that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want there to be any room when we get to begin for anyone to say, like, you didn't well, do I all. didn't do all of that. I don't want there to be any kind of asterisks. No. That's so, true. Uh, let's, let's a good talk way about to spend your time. those are our top five our bottom five or, or uh, those are our bottom five our top five Christian Bale Kevin Conroy Adam West Michael Keaton and Bruce Greenwood from Batman Under the Red Hood so Under uh, the Red Hood? Yeah. Is that where he kills Bin Laden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just that's the uh, Al Qaeda execution video Batman. <laughs> Have um, you seen Unbreakable? Yes. And Night Shyamalan? Yeah. That's almost like a Batman. Almost. So we'll, we'll probably right. wind up watching yeah. it, dude. <laughs> uh, where, Jake, where would you... Let's start off with our our, uh, our criteria for where we put someone on um, 
or let's go through the, the criteria. We'll look yeah. For. We always look for how good is the costume? Mm -hmm. How good is the car? Yeah. Gadgets? Is he smart? Is he good in a fight? How effective is he at fighting crime? And do we see his feet? <laughs> do we see his feet? <laughs> we, we do. Know? We do see his feet in this one, but only briefly, and they are animated like a human's feet. Look. That's right. Why did we He's add being that criteria again? For the horrific short where Batman's stopping the Riddler, and one of and one That's of them, right. he comes out of his shoes, and his enormous Shrek-like feet are revealed, <laughs> right. upsetting me to this day. It's been weeks. Thus okay. ruining your appetite. Yeah. Uh, the, the car has got that tank. Uh huh. Tank is pretty cool. Tank is pretty cool. I yeah, like and he does. He he doesn't use the Batmobile though, does he? I don't. I think that's the stand-in for the Batmobile. Right. They call it the Batmobile. Do they? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have many gadgets. He he's, got, like, he's using a lot of rope. Rope he's got a thing he throws in the mutant's face that becomes like the a tar sticky stuff. Yeah, that's right. He's that got would some kill him. He like throws them, like sticking people's arms. Yeah. One goes like through a person's hand. Yeah, they're, they're pretty. pretty Grizzly violence for a Batman thing in this one. Uh, I think that's all the gadgets. Yeah, I don't... He's pretty low on gadgets, I would say. Is he... Uh, how's the costume? What do you think of the costume? It's fine. It was just a regular fabric costume, it seemed like. Yeah, un unremarkable. Not especially bad, but not nothing amazing. Yeah. Um, is he smart? No. Not really. I mean... He gets out of the tank and just get his ass kicked. Yeah. He doesn't really do anything an old man. Of, like, detective work. No. no the things that he, do, he does are, like, fucking old-timey noir beat cop shit, where he doesn't really, like, solve the crime. He walks around threatening people until they just reveal information to him. Yeah. There's no detection. There's no problem-solving, puzzle-solving. I did it. I'm the world's greatest detective. I got my ass kicked twice. Uh, is he good in a fight? He's okay. I mean, he's pretty yes. good. Yes. Yeah, he he's the, the fight choreography I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely good choreography oh, for it. Oh, he's got him. some smoke pellets, too. That's another gadget that he has. That's true. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has the grappling hook also. Yeah. Nitrogen shit. Freeze the bomb. Yeah, the That's freeze right. the bomb stuff. That's kind of good. He's yeah. got that gun grappling hook. Yeah. And he uses it at one point. Yeah. Um... Is he effective at fighting crime? No. I'm, I, mean, I mean, at the end it works, but not in any realistic way. Well, not in it's a, a very, way. like, little kid way of fighting crime. Yeah, but I, we mostly have that on there because there is some disagreement about uh, Owlman, who is, like, a, a parallel universe Batman who is, like, a crime lord, and they wanted to have him be right at the top, and I said... You can't be causing crime and be, be a good Batman. I think that should hurt you. He's not causing. If he is a vigilante in that sense, he is causing crime. But he's not. He's not a crime lord. Yeah, he's net net positive for crimes. Yes. He's eliminating more than he's making crime. So our our guy, our, our uh, we always go to test the waters. Our standard for where Batman starts getting really bad. Number eighteen, Val Kilmer. Mm. Is from Batman Forever. Is he above or below Val Kilmer? Below. I mean, this the thing is, I'm having trouble with. Like this movie, I was kind of dumb, but I don't think the Batman was bad in it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was a decent Batman, but the movie was worse than he was. What was the one where they pump a guy full of poison and he goes through the whole like shaking process? This is one of the Tim Burton ones, I think, right? 
remember that. Oh, you're talking um, about I think Bane? It had poison with the, Bane? It's yeah. Bane, the but they Batman like dump them full of poison. Yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. and Robin, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a great one. It reminds me of doing poppers. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking around up. It's basically a very similar experience to doing several drugs I do regularly. <laughs> um, I, I think he, I think he's better than Val Comer. I, I think I agree. Yeah, he's like a decent. He's a decent Batman. He's decent. What's wrong with Val Kilmer? He always looks like he's getting ready to kiss somebody. Well, he is. Batman should be ready to smooch. That's in his arsenal. Yeah. That was a big plot point of the Poison Ivy Batmans. He's, he's probably got, the uh, horniest superhero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got nipples on his bat suit. That's good, too. So The mutant had nipples that were pointy. you got to match your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. What if they have, like, a sword fight with nipples? That's sh- as they should have. <laughs> I'm mad. It's, I mean, I guess there's part two's coming, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe uh, it'll happen for us. Is he better than uh, Jeremy Sisto from Justice League, The New Frontier? That was the, the 60s campy one where they're, like, fighting a space mutant. And it's like the Cold War. The like the dinosaur planet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, Batman, that Batman. I thought that Batman was very good, but not in the movie very much. Yeah. I, I remember that one. He was only in it for like ten minutes, but it was a good ten minutes. So I, I think this Batman wins just based on he had the whole movie. What was the one where they go back in time and try and stop the Nazis? It was like an animated one, Justice League, I think. Uh, there may have been like an episode of Justice League, the animated series. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it, where he goes back in time and there's like all these... T- somebody had else gone back in time and made Hitler have all these sick, like, uh, like fighting machines. Hell yeah. That were like a giant wheel. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. It's, I'm not sure it's if that was a movie. So good. I think they made a standalone Justice League animated movie that oh, was like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think we... I don't think that's the, the one. You know, I think it's the one where they went back in time and tried to kill Hitler. Yeah, cause yeah. I think we've watched that one. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Batmans. Is he better than Will Friedle from Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? I don't think so. Well, Will Friedle was pretty good. Those, those high gadgets marks. Um, I think he's got to be. I think he's got to be pretty close. Where does he stand relative to Kevin the Kid from Justice League? But oh, you didn't watch the Five Hundred Bucks. Which uh, one's that? That's uh, Flash goes back in time like stops his mother from being murdered and that causes a ripple effect and so hell yeah um batman uh, the joe chill shoots bruce wayne instead of bruce wayne's parents and so bruce wayne's dad becomes batman oh yeah that's sick yeah well cool <laughs> um i cause the next one you would have seen uh I think everything else up until Michael Keaton or Bruce Greenwood, I guess Jacob hasn't seen him. Either Stephen. I haven't seen the ones with Michael Keaton even. How about we put him? Uh, this is for you. This isn't for us. Yeah. This is for you. <laughs> so you do whatever you gotta do. But I'm gonna put him right above Wilfred L. Okay. Okay. Well, we tried. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I argued for the kid. My answer is the bottom of all of the Batman movies I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> well, it's just, you have Batman, not, not seen the, I haven't seen the a lot depths. Of bad Batman movies. Yes. The I Batman guess this is why we're talking at cross purposes here is because to you guys, this is a relatively good movie. It is. And yeah. to me, this is a relatively bad movie. I, I started off closer to where you are <laughs> when I'd seen many fewer Batman movies. But now I understand the, the breadth and I appreciate just a movie that I can watch and I'm not upset. <laughs> when, when, when you ask me how many that I've seen that are bad 
Our bad list starts with Val Kilmer, number 18. Our list yep. goes on to 63. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. So, Two of which are Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yes. I guess so, to be fair, if you're counting that, it's not. This is an insane list. No, yeah. we've watched we watched what is considered the wor- not worst Batman thing, worst porn of all time. Yeah. We watched that. How bad Twice. can porn be? You have no idea. The guy... It's wild. It's an hour long. He never gets hard the mm-hmm. whole time. They don't fuck, but they, they're naked. They're just yelling at each other. It's it's verbal abuse. It's like watching a fucking abusive of, relationship. Yeah, that's what most porn is. What? It's a guy who has no idea. <laughs> I saw this hot porn the other day. They were shouting at each other, dude. Uh, you guys okay. have sex? Yeah, it's mostly verbal. Shouting and just shit. He's a great roommate. Uh oh, they're gonna go have sex again. Jesus Christ! Turn on the noisemaker. Okay, Stephen, uh, where can people find you? Where can they see you? Um, if you book comedy shows in New York City, put me on one of them. My Twitter is at shrubino. It's S H R U B I N O. Did we um, say your last name? Stephen Rubino is my name. You can find me online or on Instagram. And, uh, you know, just walking around these streets, man. There's not much I'm trying to sell. I do this for the love of the game, you know? So <laughs> I'm here for you guys. Um, yeah, uh, my Twitter is at Colburn, C-O-L-B-U-R-N-918. Did we change that on the podcast thing? Yes. Wait, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> so it's right on the podcast now, uh, and yeah, I will recruit for months, but I will now acquire my millions of followers and become an influencer. Mm, I'm very excited. Nice. Um, so hit me up for comedy stuff. Um, I'll let you know if I got a show on there, um, and I'll plug it. This uh, Danny and I have a web series coming out soon. We should mm. have the first couple episodes. So shot and edited probably within the month. I would, I would, I would say. Yeah, I think we started plugging it like a while ago and saying it was just be ready. soon, soon. And, but uh, it's we're closer, closer. <laughs> yeah, we got about two, three more days of shooting, and we'll have a product to deliver. Yeah, hopefully within about two weeks we'll be done shooting and uh, get it sometime mid July. I hope we'll be showing it. Uh, so that's uh, that's it. Next week on the podcast, we're going to be watching The Dark Knight Returns Part 2 with Jonathan Zeller. With increased racism and even sharper nipples. <laughs> That's right. Very Jonathan's excited. Very sharp. <laughs> very sharp. Jonathan's yeah, mind is extremely racist. Right. <laughs> uh, Stephen, we end every episode of the podcast by shouting the word Kareem. Would you like to lead us in the Kareem? Kareem? Kareem. How do you spell it? K-A-R-E-E-M. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. Alright, on three? Sure. One, two, three, Kareem! Kareem!